0: Welcome to episode 70 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me Clark and my co-host Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern. Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and God knows where else. And if you want to send us your questions, you can do so through the Google form, which will be linked uh, in the blurb that Ollie will put when we upload the podcast. I've messed it up as always. Hello, Ollie. Hello. It hello. is not our regular time of recording, is it?
1: No, it's not. It's uh, it's uh, it's welcome late. to the night, the night edition, the, Ooh, the after we'll just... hours edition. Hang on, let, let me just turn Friday. the lights down. Yeah.
0: There we go. Then it. Okay. <laughs> We have to imagine. Like, it's all about imagination. Come yeah, on. we need. I need a
1: bell to be like last call, last drinks, last round. Oh <laughs> well, no, yeah, we can, can just tap- imagine
0: that. Hang on, hang on. There we go. There's the bell. Yep. So what Ollie will do now when <sighs> we do the edit <sighs> is Ollie will edit in those sound effects. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, right. he won't. That's, that's horrible of me to expect no, him to do that. No, that's
1: fine. I'll, I'll edit it in as well as a, um, a, a right. whistle noise for Clark yeah. whenever he speaks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so, uh, the agenda, I forget we, I forget how we do this now, it's been so long. Um, <laughs> this week we're going to talk about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, because there's a lot to talk about there, a lot to unpack, uh, with some recent news as well that came out tonight that I want to talk to you about, which is hilarious. Uh, we'll talk about Black Friday, more like Beige Friday, uh, Overwatch 2 Ramatra gameplay reveal, uh, someone finishing the five... Flawless game God Run of Soulsborne—that's a mouthful. Uh, five flawless game God Run of Soulsborne titles, which is really impressive. And then a little chat about Andor and whatever we drift off to and me- meander to in between. Yes, Ollie, what have you been playing or watching?
1: Clark, is I, it nothing? I, I am. I I I have a a confession to make. Okay. Uh, I am addicted to Call of Duty.
0: Uh um, oh my god. <laughs> I have a Remember problem. Did you didn't you turn 13?
1: Yeah, I don't know what oh, happened, okay. man. Like the only game I seem to play is DMZ on on uh Call of Duty. Okay, that is well, li- I I just bad. to clarify, in the past 2 weeks I have played 60 hours.
0: <laughs> Jesus, good lord. With a full-time a job. That is <laughs> so, a lot. Yeah.
1: So um yeah, I'm just uh I just, I just like it a lot. You know, I think it's a lot. Of, I know, and like, I have a lot to say about DMZ. I, I don't. We don't need to make this the DMZ podcast, but I can rant about it. But basically, um, it's kind of like I know a lot of people are saying it's like the extra You know, it's Call of Duty's take on an extraction shooter. It's Call of Duty's Escape from Tarkov. All these other things. I don't think it's really that. I think it's Call of Duty's take on Grand Theft Auto V. Like okay. playing I'm it. Suggesting playing it feels more like playing Grand Theft Auto 5 than playing like an extraction shooter. In the sense of like, okay. you go into a map, maybe you're with friends, maybe you're solo if you're sad like me. And uh, it, it also it's very hard to play a game solo. But anyway, uh, that side. Um, you know, you go into a map, You have some quests to do, you know, some basic missions, it might be like, oh, go here, do this thing, you know, there's some some weird ones, there's easy ones which are like, oh, do this quest, do this, like, contract, right, pick up a contract, go do this little thing, extract, cool, done. There are some quests which are like, uh, buy a car with a gun on it, go to this specific place, kill this many people, then drive the car to this other place and blow it up. And I'm like, w- what? Why? But you know, so whatever. They've added
0: like proper quests into the game then, like proper missions. And yes. Things. Yeah. So this, it... this is. Hang on, just just before we go any further, are we still talking about the online mode here? Yes. So,
1: but okay. so this is so this is the weird thing, right? Is that like DM? So DMZ is free to play as well. So it's it's packaged in with Warzone 2.0, which is like the free to download thing. Right. Okay. How it works? I'll explain it from the hi- from the top, which is basically you queue in with a squad of up to three into uh, a the war zone map. So it's called El Mazara, but it's basically massive. Like it's a massive battle royale map, right? But the difference is, is that you queue. So there's like, I think it's about forty players or whatever. But you're not there like a battle royale to be like the last one surviving. It's more like you get queued into this thing, and it's full of AI. Like, most of the time when you're playing DMZ, you're just fighting AI. You're not like, there are other players and you do run into them and you do have these like, like, really tense encounters with them and stuff like that, or you just just immediately get lasered from across the map and you're like, oh, okay, cool. But like, most of the time you're just fighting AI and doing like, essentially what is like, co-op quests. Or like, mini raids from like, Destiny, essentially. So it's very chill. It's very chill and easy to play unless you're fighting players, right? It's, like, the right level of chill and right level of, like, engaged I need to be. Like, the easier areas, you can kind of just chill out, do dumb shit. Like, you know, to give you some examples, some personal stories from like DMZ, like one raid I was playing with a friend and we were taking it very casually, so instead of doing our quests we decided to get a uh, find a helicopter, like battlefield style, like a light helicopter, flew it onto the top of a building and just had two RPGs. So we're in the middle of the city with two RPGs and just any time a player car drove by we would just make things really tense for them by just like littering them with like rockets from the top of a building. Just for like shits and gigs, or like you know, we'd fly around the chopper
0: and just some see. Gigs. How, yeah, shits and <laughs> gigs, right? Shits, shits, but you shits call and for you there, Ollie. Shits and gigs.
1: Yeah, shits and gigs, dude. You know, like whatever. Uh, or like you know, you f- we'd fly a helicopter, go land at some gas stations, just see how many gas stations we can hit in one one map. You know, like there's. I think it's very chill. Like I think the problem is, was like DMZ is currently getting a bad rap because the people who play are like, what's the point? Like, how do I win DMZ? Because they're expecting it to be like Warzone or like a Battle Royale. But I think if you take it as like a very casual, just kind of like chilled game, like, it's pretty fun. Like, it's like become my like new, like, at night, just chilling out, being like, oh, i just go do, just do some quests, level up some guns, you know, have some really dumb proxy chat encounters with people. Like, for example, me and my friend, we were just chilling at a gas station and then literally a group of players just ran in screaming good morning at us while filling us full of lead and we just died within like 0.5 seconds and they just kept saying good morning and it was very funny like you know so that's basically what has become my life i guess i just live in dmz
0: now and okay but well, that's good i mean it's it's good to have a game that kind of absorbs you and you can suck into yeah like get sucked it gets sucked into yeah <laughs> Just yeah. we're, we're, like on the playing. side,
1: like I did, I did start playing uh, Metal Hellsinger, which is fun. Like on Games Pass, the like. Um, oh yes,
0: yeah, we were talking about that last week. I remember. Yeah, the, last, the rhythm game, podcast. right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: It's uh, it's quite fun. It's pretty good. I need to play it a lot, a little bit more, and get really into the into grips with it. Um, but yeah, honestly, I've just been playing Warzone. Like, I guess, and like whatever, Slay the Spire and Switch. But I've already talked about that to death, so.
0: Yeah, you, know. <laughs> you have talked about it quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, so it's just oh, been Warzone, then nothing else. Ah,
1: uh, no. So I did. Oh, actually, I guess I can tell you like movies we watched. I went to see Black Panther this weekend, oh, yeah? and I also went to go see uh, the new Knives Out film, um, Glass Onion.
0: Oh, okay. I wasn't a fan of the first Knives Out, but I okay. don't understand why people loved it. That's it, just, fair. it didn't. It didn't really tickle anything to me. So, first off, Black Panther. Go on.
1: Uh, I think it, like being honest, I think it was really bad.
0: Okay, good. It wasn't just it was me really I was starting bad. to think that it was just me thinking. No, it was like maybe I've missed something.
1: It, it it was really bad, like really, 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 really
0: bad. It Really was, wasn't it? Like it was boring. Like
1: yeah, it like that. That's the thing. Like it was boring. Like, I went to see it with friends, and after the film, we just kind of went like, "Do you know like the names of it? like Do you care or know about the names of any of these characters?" Like
0: well, yeah, also, there was there was winged feet. And da, da, lady, da, da sister. Lukan,
1: you know, that's the, the name of the blue people, like the fake Avatar people.
0: Yeah, which, by the way, those uh, Avatars walked onto screen seconds after seeing the trailer for the new Avatar movie. Yeah. Which so I was like, hang on.
1: It did them a disservice, because it's like, you look at the new Avatar film, it's like, yeah, oh, look at letter. how colourful and lovely it is. And then this film was just dark. It was just so dark. Like you it couldn't that, see but... anything. Like in the in thing the is, I get bits. what
0: they were trying to do with it. Like yeah. I understand that, but it just it didn't really ever get there. Yeah, like... it's just the
1: the plot was like a like a massive nothing burger. It's like nothing really nothing happens book. in it. Nothing happens in it. <laughs> Like whatever, like there's like all these like you could see where they had like these ideas of plot beats, right? Where they could take it to do interesting things, like you know, oh, the Talokan is supposed to be like a mirror of Wakanda, and maybe it's like you know talking about all these different like parallels and how it's different, and but they didn't really get into that. It's just more like Shuri goes like, oh, I'm gonna meet the winged prince guy who can fly because he's got weird winged feet thing, whatever, and he's not like that interesting of a villain. Right, And they chat and he's like, oh yeah, um, well, I'm evil and I'm just gonna, you know, whatever, like, we don't want people to have Vibranians so we're just gonna kill everyone and you're gonna help me or not. And then Shuri's like, uh, and then kind of just like somehow r- literally re-engineers this plant which gives her people like magical powers. And yeah. then just and then is there not like some kind of like um I don't know like if it's like a sacred traditional thing, is that not like an issue like the fact that you can kind of, you've just kind of like now just removed this like traditional sacred thing you's been like oh yeah science, lol and then magic just, science yeah magic, magic science, science and just and yeah. then just and then she just becomes black <laughs> this is spoilers and then she just drinks it and then becomes black panther, but it doesn't seem like it's like that big of a thing like it's not that really that big of a deal. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, there you go, cool. And it's really weird because it's like on the backdrop of like, it's supposed to be honoring Chadwick Boseman's life, right? And you know, whatever. It's supposed to be like a, a kind of like a, whatever, like an homage to him. And it just kind of feels like a cash grab, which is, makes it feel really weird. So like, I don't know. I just really wasn't that engaged with it but also i'm not super engaged in the marvel universe anyway but like like right now anyway but like yeah i was not a fan it was just kind of like
0: eh. no I'm, I'm glad you said that part actually because i've started to lose interest in the marvel universe and yeah i shouldn't because i'm a mega fan um i feel like they're really phoning in this uh this like phase yeah it just nothing feels like it makes sense and no. i don't really feel any connection to any of the characters like i'm not really enjoying it to be honest i'm just like I mean, Doctor Strange was fine, I enjoyed it, it was okay, but I didn't come out of it going like, oh, I can't wait to see the next one. I came out of it just thinking, that was a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> oh, it's it's a, it's a strange old thing.
1: Yeah, and, and, and then, like, did you see the stinger, the credits stinger, as well?
0: Uh, there was only one, wasn't there? Yeah, there was one. And yeah, it's just yeah, like, absolutely. oh, look,
1: cool, we're setting up to just replace Shuri. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Immediately. It's like,
0: yeah.
1: fuck. Like, like, sure. His...
0: I mean, look, should we say like big spoilers yeah. for, for Black Panther? So here is your warning, everyone. Big spoiler, moving from here on inwards. Yeah. Spoilers for the ending of Black Panther. But yeah, the kid turns up and it's like, oh, so I guess this is the next movie then. Yeah, so this kid is... becomes Black Panther instead.
1: Yeah, it's just T'Challa's son. Who is yeah, also like, Charla in like, Yeah,
0: but yeah. I was I was like, what's the point of this? Like yeah. you just uh, to be honest, I've got my issues with the actress that plays the main character, the sister. Yeah, isn't she like she's a... Oh ha, okay. Yeah, so she's gone. a bit problematic. Like she's um Yeah, is she I, an anti vaxxer wanna... or something? That's it, anti vaxxer, yeah, she's yeah. an anti vaxxer. Yeah. Um so to me that's just a waste of a human like a waste of a good uh, character slot, even though she's a really good actress. Um, yeah, she's got those problems, so I'm she, just like, yeah,
1: fine. She didn't feel like that, she gave that good of a performance in this thing, though. Also, dude, also, why is the Marvel thing now just to be like, uh, how do we make people pa- like, uh, strong, uh, just give them an Iron Man suit? Yeah, like, exactly, yeah. suits. suits, yeah. suits, suits. Just and make also, more Iron Man suits, I guess, lol. Yeah, like, huh? o-
0: like, so, obviously the whole concept of Black Panther is the suit is powerful. Yeah. But then you've also got the other girl that shows up, who builds literally an Iron Man suit, yes! like a like a manga one, like a, yeah. like Ultraman. And you know? also
1: has a car, like Iron Man, and yeah. like the other kid <laughs> from Iron Man 3. It's like, what? what
0: is this, it's like, so a playbook
1: of, like, the same thing over and over again? And yeah, then, it's just bad. And then also, like, the other weird thing is that, like, the telecon and, like, whatever, that... The Atlantis people could have been way cooler, but instead, you know, they you know, they have vibranium, so they have technology, and they can, like, make an underwater sun, but for some reason, they can't make, like, I don't know, a gun?
0: Like, <laughs> like <laughs> so, what? <laughs> so this is, if you see the first one, this is something that um, really bothers me, because the, the Wakanda itself... Feels like a place that could exist. Yes, like hundred. It's really, it's it's really well built. Like it makes sense. I understand the rules of that place, but like um, the 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 underwater city or whatever. It's not Atlantis. Like fake Atlantis. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, 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 just didn't feel like a, like a city. It felt like no. a place where people were just like hiding behind fancy looking architecture. Yeah, because everyone was just hiding. Yeah, <laughs> in the darkness.
1: Exactly. It's like hey man do they have like underwater tiktok here or something you know like what <laughs> like also they're
0: they're I like they're, that's the first place you go with it. honestly i'm not gonna lie that was like a, have
1: i was like i wonder if they have underwater phones but like for real the first thing i was like why is the only thing they make like they just have w- water bombs that's it <laughs> they have like this most pa- i don't know what the effects of vibranium are but i'm assuming no they're does. like
0: Wave you can't ask these questions. Yeah,
1: like, ah, uh, we made bombs. Like, you can't make some kind of, like, more, like, interesting water vortex weapon thing, or, like, I don't know, maybe you make- you have this god who can fly, because he's got winged feet, why don't you, like, replicate that with vibranium, you know? Like I don't know, have like underwater vehicles or something? No, we're just like fish people with spears. I well, guess. it's that
0: whole thing, isn't it? Is is the vibranium is the, the the magic ore of this world? Yeah. So it's not just a like because initially when you're first introduced to vibranium, like early on in the Marvel series, it's just a super strong metal. Yes. But when you get to Wakanda, it's like it's a super strong metal that's also magic because it can heal people and yeah. do all these other kind of things. And we're just like, okay, fine, I understand that. So they've got this magic metal. Underwater, and like you said, the only thing they've created was like a mini sun. They made a sun! Yeah. <laughs> that's like. That's insane! Yeah. it's. It, I mean, it, it begs a lot of questions. Like, what what did he actually make there? Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, it never really states, like, whether it was a magic sun or, like, a science sun or something. It was just, I've
1: created I, a sun. I brought the sun to my yeah. people underwater. Like, as if like, one day you yeah, just went,
0: oops, made a sun. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I don't know, dude.
0: Like, yeah. I, there's just so
1: many questions and i guess it's just kind of a bit like it feels like kind of aimless and like it feels like there's just so many plot holes like which is a good segue onto the new knives out film which also is weird because it's sponsored by netflix so oh at least it's funded by oh, netflix weird. I didn't so know that. so it's gonna be on netflix in a month so on the 23rd of december it just comes out on netflix so you don't have to see it in the cinema. So you can, if you have a Netflix subscription, you can just go see it. I wanted to see it in the cinema though because I really liked the first film. Um, but echoing what you said, my partner was the same as you, Clark, in the sense that like, uh, she didn't really like the first film and didn't really, but also didn't really understand why it was. It, it was like overly hyped, right? Like it was very, 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 very like people loved the film.
0: Like, no, I, I, I get thought that it was because, it, because the the marketing engine was super strong behind yes. it. That's why it was hyped it, it wasn't people hyping it, it was marketing hyping it. Yes, exactly. It just it was like marketing saying like, "Oh, 6,000 people are really excited about this." And it's like, well, "Okay, which 6,000 people? Like, yeah can we see them?" No. Oh, you made them up then. Okay, cool. Yeah. Exactly, right.
1: right? So, whereas this
0: second one
1: I think is probably better than the first one in the sense of like I could, like I didn't really I think the mystery is quite good and the characters are very good as well. The writing is on is on point, I think. And it's a lot more okay, fun. That's good to hear. Like in like versus the like uh it was jarring to see like uh Black Panther and then sorry seeing Wakanda forever and then seeing this film where this film is like very vibrant and the setting is at least interesting. Like the set, More like the setting. What kind
0: snore ever? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. No. As no? in,
1: as in, like I think Wakanda, like Wakanda itself as a setting is great, but it's just the underwater city bit, and then just like all the other bits in like whatever, wherever they were in America, were just like very boring, right? Whereas like in Knives Out, they go to like a- obviously it's on the backdrop of like also this film. You can tell this film was written quite recently because it's very modern. Like it's about like ah oh, here's this tech billionaire who invites all his like. Uh, dickhead friends to this island and is hosting a murder mystery party about his own murder and they've got to solve the mystery oh, like you know, that could
0: kind of thing that sounds Pardon? unusual well, yeah exactly apparent,
1: eh? exactly right it's just very on the nose uh which is cool as in like and obviously it parodies that and ultimately but at least you know the island that they go to is at least like interesting to look at like obviously it's like a rich person island so it's full of like really dumb shit, but, like, at least it's fun to look at and, you know, is vibrant and colourful, right? Whereas, like, yeah, Wakanda Forever just kind of felt, like, grey and washed-out tones, if you get what I mean?
0: Like, um... No, I get it. Like, it, it, it felt washed-out, like, um... I don't know how to explain it. There's a few movies that pull that off really, really well. And mm. so, like, Donnie Darko, for example, that yes. whole movie takes place in, like, a really dark tone yes. and does it really well. Exactly. This one sounds like it's, uh, it's not so good. Yeah, exactly.
1: So I I think um, what's it? So I would recommend Glass Onion. I thought it was really good. I think if you like murder mysteries and you also just like seeing some wacky characters, uh, I think the acting in it is very good. Uh, Daniel Craig does a great job, as well as the um, the main female lead. I forgot her name though, unfortunately. But she's also apparently quite famous. Uh, It's Uh,
0: something Esposito, I think. Ben Esposito.
1: No, no. Hold on, wait. it
0: every week? Every. Uh, week. That's because I get. Really I gonna, get hit
1: you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hit me with that? You're gonna, you gonna, hit gonna sneak that one in there. <laughs> hold on, I'm looking up. Oh yeah, of, of course. Across. Uh, Janelle Monet is her name, which I don't. Ah, know. okay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Catherine Hahn is in it, and she's who, very good. Um, Edward Norton is great as, um, what's it, Miles in it as well. Yeah, it's just got a very good cast, and it's, like, a great, I think it's just a very fun film, so I would highly recommend it, especially if it's, if you have a Netflix subscription it just comes out. It'd be a good, like, film to just watch over Christmas, honestly. But oh, okay, um,
2: well, cool.
1: Yeah. Uh... I th- and, oh, I'm watching The Wire. Finally.
0: Oh, I've heard really good things about it, but I just haven't got around to it myself yet.
1: Yeah, I'm on the last episode, of the first season. There are scenes of it. Also, it's a For a TV show that was made in 2003, it seems weirdly progressive, but it's still got the tones of like, oh, it's still, you know, a, a TV show that's in 2003, but it's a cool, it's, it's very, if you're into like police dramas and like crime dramas, it's pretty good. I think it does start off kind of slow, but it picks up eventually. I still don't understand why people think that Stringer Bell, aka, um, what's his name? The guy who played God, uh, Idris Elba. I don't know why people think that this is the thing that made gave Idris Elba his career, but maybe that's in a later season. I don't know. But he's cool, but he's not like done that much in terms of like acting or whatever. But um, yeah, the wire is pretty good. But you know, is is the reason why I'm watching it is because you know it's rated as like the best TV show on all of these lists of like best TV show of all time. So I gotta find. I'm trying to find out why. But yeah, it's pretty good so far. But we'll okay, report cool. back when I finish it.
0: Anyway, yeah, sorry. what you think about it because I'm 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 currently dipping my toe into a few TV shows and none have really grabbed me so far.
2: Mm, mm, mm. Cool.
0: But yeah. So, uh, uh... Let's
1: uh, go on to what you've been watching. Sorry, I've been, I went onto a big rant there, but uh, what you've been watching and playing?
0: Uh, so I've obviously been playing a lot of Pokemon Violet. I'm playing the Violet version. Yes. Um, we which we can talk about after we've done this little bit. Um, I've also been, uh, what have I been doing this week? I've been doing, oh, sorry. So I should preface, I'm um, having my house redecorated, I'm in the middle of it this week. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a bit of a bum site at the moment. Like everything's all over the place. My floor's covered in, um, like all these wooden beams and stuff while everything's being put down. Um, and it's just a bit crazy. So my brain's a bit all over the place. So I'm a bit uh, scatty today. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not a weird word. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm scatty. Um, all so... Right. So what I've actually been doing is, is I've got a TV sitting in the middle of my room and all I've got is my Switch connected to it because everything else is packed away and like protected so it doesn't get paint sprayed all over it. So for the most part I've been playing Pokemon Violet and um, a little bit of Overwatch and that's been pretty much it this week. And then doing some drawing on my tablet, because I know this is really boring and probably completely cuts this section off. But it does also allow us to... Oh, actually, while I think about it, um, you've been talking about movies quite a bit. Yes. There is currently a, an amazing Groupon code, which I'll share with you, that allows you to get two view cinema tickets for £9. Oh, uh, that which would is have very been cheap. Very, very, been, very cheap. That would have been very useful. Well, you can use them until, <laughs> I think you can use them until February or March. Okay, cool. So, I'll link it. We might even probably link, a, a link to that in the blurb as well, because it's quite useful to give our fans a little bit of back to the community. So, yeah, why not? Yeah, a little bit of back to the community. That makes no sense at all. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so, um, Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. I guess we'll just jump straight into that. So, uh, you haven't played it, have you? But you've seen people playing it.
1: Uh, Yeah, so my partner's been playing it, and also a lot of my friends have been playing the new Pokemon. What um, version is she playing?
0: Oh, I actually don't know. <laughs> I actually what don't colour know is it's... the bike she's riding around on? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. What is it is... red or blue?
1: Uh, I'm assuming she has violet.
0: Okay, why are you assuming that?
1: Just <laughs> guessing, honestly.
0: Okay. Um... Alright, it doesn't matter. Does I'm it matter? Violet Does it matter? And...
1: Like, what? Okay, here's here's the other thing. Please tell me. What is the main difference between Violet and what's the other one called?
0: So, traditionally, the two versions just have different Pokemon that you can catch. Right, yeah. So, the the the, the, the intention being that your friends will buy one color and you'll buy the other and you'll interact with each other and trade. Yes. It's it, That's it. That's that's the whole idea of it. That was the original idea of Pokemon. Yeah. Just to encourage trading. Um. So, uh, the, the differences in this one, though, are little bit more extreme in that you uh, the, and I, I do want to preface there's probably going to be spoilers for this game as i talk about it mm-hmm. so if you've not played this game or you don't want to be surprised by possibly one of the best game storylines i've played in recent years i would not and you can also tell me if you don't want me to spoil it as well
1: no no, no go for it
0: okay all right so the two professors um it's so at the start of a pokemon i'm going all over the place with this at the start of a pokemon game you meet a professor and usually the professor is named after a tree so it's like sycamore oak um willow or whatever like these are these are actually names of professors as well and they say like hey uh, i want you to go out of, i'm, I'm going to stay at home with your mum so if you could go out for a month and go and hunt animals while i stay at home with your single mum uh, no don't ask questions just go and catch pokemon get out um that's usually the storyline of every pokemon game mm-hmm. this one uh the scarlet version has one professor a female professor who's kind of like warrior looking, and then the Violet uh, Violet version has a kind of handsome, uh, quite formal looking professor, a male professor. And you've got, they're called Toro and I think Sara, or Saro is the right. one. I've okay. played Violet so I've only met Toro. And you think when you're playing the game that that's about as far as it goes. It's just two different professors and then a few of the Pokemon are available in one and available in another. It's not in this one. Uh, the storylines have different divergences, so the uh the male professor you go into the future and the female professor you go into the past huh and the whole i I don't really want to reveal much more about the story than that because that doesn't really change much because that's not the big reveal but um you follow their their sort of adventures and you also get introduced to a third professor along the way right it's mental and it it has some really heavy story beats which are brilliant like it hits some really hard moments where you're like hang on i need to take a minute from this this is a bit heavy um and it just, it just storyline-wise, it's really, really good. Okay. And then on top of that, so I'm going to chap. Sorry, I'm, I'm going to be waffling on about this just to get you up to speed where I am. No, no. no that's on fine. top of that, unlike other Pokemon games that are extremely linear, in that you come into the if you've played, I'm sure you played a Pokemon game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you step into the world, go and beat eight gyms, and then beat the Elite Four, and you're done. That's yes. it. Yeah. Yeah. In this one, it's okay. So go to the school. So you you enroll in a school, and the school is all about becoming a Pokemon champion, not a master, a champion. Right. And a okay. champion is someone that has beaten the Elite Four. Yes. That's a champion. So there can be multiple champions in a region, which is key to the story. Mm-hmm. So uh, you you meet a few of the teachers, and they're like, "Oh, we want you to go and." Um go and find the treasure. Go out into the world and find the treasure, and that's that's all you get told. Just go and find the treasure. It's a bit weird. Uh, an- another group of students um, are like, oh, have you heard about Team Star? Go and find out who they are, so um, maybe go and stop them, because you were sort of introduced to this team that were a little bit like Team Rocket at first, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, this is... And then the other, the third objective is that something's fucky with the world, there's titans attacking, and you are then just sent out of the front gates of the school and sent into an open world. Just go and find out what those things are and go and fix them. So it's not one story, it's three very separate paths.
1: Right, okay. And
0: you can do them all in any order, and you can start one and move to another one and go back and forth as much as you want. So you've got these three, like effectively, mega quests running that encourage you to go around the world. They're not really very well scaled, because some of them um, take you to areas that are really difficult without warning, and sometimes you end up... It's, like there's not really an order. Interesting, but, okay. But it's, it's a really good way of making... And the whole game I felt like I was exploring, it felt great. Um, And then they all converge at the end um, after you've defeated the final team star and you defeated the final gym leader and you've defeated the final Titan. You're then told to go into this place called Area Zero, which is a bit in the center of the map so that the map's basically Spain because it's based on Spain. And in the center of the map is this big like void um there's completely blanked out you can't see what it is and you, you the reward of the end game is that you get to go into that and find out what it is it's a big crater um filled with like stuff that's happening that the storyline leads up to and, and it's a really cool reveal like it's actually a fucking cool area as well because by the point that i got to that thing i'd been playing for about 40 hours in a game roughly the size of, of breath of the wilds map i would say maybe a bit smaller yeah um and then what opens up is an area the size of the great plateau in Breath of the Wild, that suddenly you get access to after you think you're at the end of the game, when you sort oh, of wow. are, but you're not. So, it's it's incredible, like, it's, it's a really impressive feat of engineering. The problem, however, and I'm sure you know where I'm going to go with this, because you've mm-hmm. probably heard this already, is that technically the game is absolute and utter trash. Like, yes. it is... Easily one of, if not the best Pokemon game ever made, but it is buried under so much bad tech. And it's, it's not bad tech that you can be like, oh, it's a bit funny here and there. It's, it's, it's super bad to the point where it's like game breaking constantly. Like my game crashes once every 30 minutes, uh, hard crashes to the Switch OS. Um, terrain just doesn't load. Um, Pokemon just fall through the ground. I catch Pokemon, it doesn't record. In fact, I was playing just before the podcast. Uh, I caught a Pokemon and it just randomly duplicated another one. Oh. Like my legendary just got duplicated, so now I've got two of the legendary for no reason. It's just duplicated, oh. and so balance is obviously zero. Um, the online is is even worse than Nintendo's usual online. Yeah. Which is, oh, I'm talking a lot. Sorry, I'm aware. I'm kind no, of no, 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 no and, please.
1: This is the Pokemon section. Go. But
0: go. yeah, that there is there is just so much wrong with this game, and to, to the point where, in fact, not even to the point, past the point where this is acceptable to be like, well, it's okay. It's Pokemon. This is not okay, like right. It yeah. is not okay at all. Like it is. It, so if if I was Nintendo, and I'm pretty sure Nintendo are probably having some very very awkward conversations with people at Game Freak right now, people would be getting fired. Yes. Like if this is not uh, an impressive game in terms of presentation, it's it's a really really good Pokemon game, and like I said, one of the best JRPG because the story goes hard JRPG by the way, like near the end. Yeah. It goes bonkers, and it goes up to 11 and it goes over that um the story is great i really enjoyed that part of it but that does not excuse just how technically bad this game is like it it, yeah. it gets me angry to say it because it is it is really really bad
1: <laughs> yeah it seems like uh i've seen a lot of clips and a lot of footage and also talked to my friends about it yeah like technically speaking it it just seems like this like it's a combination of like the Switch seems like it's just not built to run games of this scale anymore, which is not entirely true, because you look at, like, Breath of the Wild and stuff, right? Or even, like, Arceus looked bad, but at least it didn't run as bad as this. It didn't tank. Right? It didn't tank. Yeah, it didn't tank like this. And, yeah, I don't know what the fuck happened, like, with Game Freak. I don't, I, like, do you, do you think, okay, do you think it's actually a thing of, like, Game Freak doesn't care because they know they can make profit? Or do you think it's a thing of being like well, we know the game's sh- like in a shit state technically, but we just have to release it now because we need to make money for Nintendo or whatever. So...
0: I don't think it's either of those things. Mine is secret option C. Um, okay. And it, it's, a, it's a series of conspiracy theories that leads up to what possibly might be the reason. And I'll try and be as quick as I can with this, but essentially what I think, and please do tell me to shut up if I'm being a madman. No, no, no. Go for is it. That, is that, one, Game Freak do care about this game. They do care... Uh, they are a very, very inexperienced with open world developer. Yes. um They don't know what they're doing with 3D. They don't know what they're doing with open worlds. And every time they've done 3D or open world, it's not been good. Look at Town, for example, that came out alongside um just before Arceus. Mm-hmm. Both of those games technically were shit. And then yeah. they've gone ahead and gone further with this game. But Pokemon is now becoming an annualized franchise, and this exact same problem happened with Assassin's Creed. Like yeah. It- they started to annualize it. They got to Unity, and Unity technically was an absolute shit show on launch. Like the the memes were hilarious, like with all the eyes popping out their heads and being able to see their teeth and stuff, and all that weird stuff. Mm-hmm. That was great, but that that was the same problem. It's because Ubisoft were rushing the developers to just keep pumping these things out. Like they were asset cycling, they were recycling features and 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 content, and just pushing it out with a French accent. And obviously Unity happened. So so that's my one part of that theory where I think the Game Freak we're just being heavily stressed to get this game out in a year because it's been in development for two uh, two and a half years, I think. Yeah. And then my other one is... Um, I'm going to say it's a theory. And that's oh. all I really probably should say on this one. But the game was clearly developed for harder, more powerful hardware. Like, it, it, I will not accept... <laughs> I will not accept... Yeah, it clearly was developed for hardware that it, that it it's not currently running on. Yep. It's not been designed for the Switch. It's been designed for a HD version of the Switch and this got further cemented today after we saw the emulated version of the game running. Mm-hmm. So someone has managed to get the game running on I think it's called Yuzu, the emulator, the Switch emulator. Uh I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's whichever. Like um someone managed to get it running on that and it runs at 60 fps flawlessly. Yeah. Like beautifully like i'm watching videos of it on twitter and it is mind-blowing how beautiful this game looks but there's none of the pop-in there's none of the um the the terrain breaking and and poor loading and and breaks and cracks and errors and stuff it runs like a flawless game yeah like and and because it's running on a stronger more powerful system but usually when you run emulated content you still repeat the bugs that you get in the base con in the base game yeah this doesn't repeat the bugs, which suggests to me that it wasn't tested on a Switch; it was tested on a more powerful version of the hardware, mm. which also lines up with the fact that I know that I'm in mean, like full. Imagine right now, I've got this board behind me with all these red wires, on, and I'm like, it points what, here, like, and this connected. Like the, the, the yeah, always the always sunny on you. yeah, sunny the, me, That's yeah. me right now. Yeah. So it also lines up with the fact that this game was in development in the middle of COVID, which it was, um, during the time when there was a rumored Switch in development, which got a uh, Switch Two in development, which got cancelled um, because of the hardware shortages. It absolutely lines up with the timeline that this game was being developed for that more powerful hardware mm-hmm. as a release title for that. Because it's also a Pokemon game. A Pokemon game is something that you can launch hardware with. Yeah. So you've got Pokemon, Smash Brothers, Zelda, and um, uh, Mario Odyssey. Those are your games that you could essentially launch a new a new iteration of hardware with. And mm-hmm. I think that's what's going on here. I think this game was designed for the harder, the more powerful hardware and just didn't... Obviously, get to be on the more powerful hardware, but I think because also uh, if you remember, I know I've gone full conspiracy here. If you remember the three DS, yeah, there was multiple versions of the three DS, but the 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 guarantee from Nintendo was that everything running on the more powerful three DSs must also run on On the base three DSs.
2: Yes, yeah,
0: and and the more powerful ones that had faster loading times, um, slightly better graphics, and you know a little boost here and there, but the the stuff that looked great on the the top-end 3DS still look good on the basic one. Yes. So that also tracks, because this does run on the Switch, just not very well, barely at all. Mm. Um, but it does run flawlessly on an emulator, which to me is just like, well, there's a lot of evidence here. Yeah, I
1: think that's a decent theory, actually. Like, yeah, I think so that's, that's, that,
0: that's what I think. That, that's what I think. I, I also think, to add on to the, 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 the whole theory, but this isn't, this isn't conspiracy, this is more obvious. I don't think Nintendo give a shit about this franchise at all like mm. about the game franchise however yeah. if you look on uh wikipedia you can see that the games do make a considerable chunk of their the annual income for the pokemon company yeah i think more than i thought i
1: i think branding wise it just prints money
0: it like... does and and that's where i'm going because um I, so one thing they have to do is they have to get the games out to line up with the anime because the uh, the games launch and then the anime follows the game yeah every time every time a new game comes out there's an anime so there's obviously a very strict timeline they have to adhere to so the games can't be delayed it's not possible and and this game wasn't delayed it was it came out at the time that it was announced and it was announced last year and it hit that date which is unusual it's weird that is yeah um so it has to come out in time with the the anime so they nintendo i don't think allow because nintendo's the publisher uh they don't allow game freak to delay therefore the game came out without any testing because they just didn't have time for it yeah Which, which, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that sort of tracks, and I understand I've gone deep conspiracy, but um, that's sort of where my mind is. Like, that's where I think things are now.
1: I think that's an interesting theory. I think, yeah, yeah, I I guess it's just a combination of things. The one that really stood out was when you said, like, Game Freak probably aren't used to making open world games, which is like, Mm. yeah, that's kind of probably fair. I mean, did they make, I guess they tried to do it with Arceus, right? Like, is it Arceus or Arceus?
0: It uh, depends if Americans say Arceus, I I say Arceus, but the in game they do say Arceus as well. Okay, yeah. Um but I'm pretty sure I've heard them say Arceus too.
1: Okay, so like is Arceus, Arceus is made by like a different team at Game Freak, right? Uh
0: I don't he... know a hundred percent Hang on, that's a good question. I don't actually think Game Freak did make Arceus. Uh okay, cool. let me have i a... I'm looking it up myself. we're doing that really fun part of the podcast yeah. where we both Google stuff. Uh, uh developer game freak no engine yeah. proprietary engine adaptations history and snow oh there's a, there's something coming oh, okay that's weird um, so no yeah. they did they did make that and and that was quite a broken game not as broken as this though yeah it's like
1: that's what i mean right it was not as broken as this so maybe this
0: wasn't fully open world arceus was in um like yes the maps were open world but they were also sectioned into little towns and cities and stuff as well yeah this one is fully open world like it, 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 It's quite impressive to see how open world it actually is. Mm-hmm. And, and when it works, it works beautifully. Like it's, it's a joy to play. When it yeah. doesn't work, which is all the time, it's not a joy to play.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you think? Okay, the next question is: Do you think it's something that they will bother to fix with patches? Like oh, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know if the history. So much this week, and, yeah, I don't know if I, the history I, is like with other Pokemon games if they do patches and stuff. They don't.
0: Okay, so that, yeah. so the only game that's really had regular content patches and regular updates is Sun and Moon, uh, Sword and Shield. Sorry, because yeah. that was their live service, and so they released like regular. They didn't release content patches, sorry, they didn't release um, tech patches. There were content patches. Yeah, was like here's some more Pokemon, here's some more this, here's some more that. Hmm. So tradition tradition is not on their side in that they don't often fit. And and those games also so Sun so, uh, Sword and oh, There's so many different Pokemon games. Sword and Shield um did have some bugs but nothing nothing anywhere to the yeah. level of this game this, and those bugs didn't get fixed
1: this just seems horrible as in to play like i was watched... terrible yeah which is yeah, a I, i've
0: actually i've actually had to stop playing multiple times because i've nearly been sick and i'm I'm not not trying to dramatize it i've literally i don't get motion sickness from playing games or sitting in cars this game made me feel sick to play yeah because the frame rate breaks the rule of dropping below 22 frames per second yeah and if, if a game drops below 20, 22 that's not a problem but if it drops below and goes back up and then back down and then back up again you will make your audience sick Mm. it's actually quite a well-known thing in game development i don't know if you've ever heard this as well Uh... if if your frame rate fluctuates that far at that low end you can actually make your your you make a majority of your audience sick effectively and these it's a common thing
1: yeah I mean that's fair I'm not heard that i it makes sense i I guess it's the thing that I've not heard is the fluctuating beto- i guess it makes sense because you're fluctuating between low frame rate and high frame rate and then low frame rate
0: well you're fluctuating between sickness. low frame rate and lower frame rate okay. so so you're going from like almost to one frame a second at some points yeah and and to that it, the the feeling of inertia and movement is just broken yeah I'm all over the place and my stomach starts to lurch and I'm like oh I can't I need to stop for a minute yeah but I, I mean i I had to stop because I was actually going to be sick. Yeah, like right. that's a bad game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I've
1: seen people like I think this has a lot when people are saying like tips on how to play Pokemon, and one of them is like, reset your game regularly because oh, yeah. the game, memory, le- the game the, the, memory the game memory leaks, and it's like yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. So yeah. that's
0: one of the easier ones to fix because the memory leak is pretty much you can you can count down the seconds till it's gonna crash. Because oh you can just feel the game getting slower and slower and slower until it just can't handle it and then just pops. That's but also, so bad, man. The, the amount of hard and heavy and very aggressive crashes it does, it must be doing some damage to the hardware. Because oh. you know you know, crashes, like when happening in quick succession, they can damage the hardware because they can cause like shorts and mm. and all different kinds of things. I know it's not common, but it can happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, on that on the technical side i don't know i'm not a hardware hardware person i'm gonna i'm gonna say doubt but like i mean it's just not a good experience at the end of
0: the Well, day, so right? again i was talk- so i was actually talking to a techie at work a few days ago about this and he says that one of the reasons for crashes most often in games like this is because something will overheat something will will reach its limit and go over it causing a crash if the crash is this regular and, and usually when they're related to memory leaks is that something is just getting a bit too full which is yeah, I... part of the system to overheat. And if you keep overheating that same part of the system, eventually it will damage it.
1: So the only thing that can really overheat is either the CPU or the GPU, because that's the thing mm-hmm. that's doing a lot of processing. The mm-hmm. RAM, I don't think, will overheat. The cra- the reason if it, if, it, if you have a memory leak, the reason it's crashing is because like it the literally doesn't have it, it doesn't have space to fit everything is in yeah. like in, in the game right because you're leaking memory and eventually it's like oh I need to load this thing it's like oh I literally don't have space to load this so yeah, yeah. the game just goes like oh fuck and then like normally what will happen is like this thing will not get loaded and then some code expects that thing to be loaded and then it will hit like a null reference it exception shits and shits itself just and just dies yeah. yeah it just crashes right
0: and the, the, the guy is, I was talking to was yeah. just saying that it, depending on what it's doing sometimes it, it could be over pressuring parts of the the what's the fucking thing called inside a computer? The big green thing with all the bits on it.
1: The motherboard? The motherboard,
0: thank you. The board where, and he was actually probably inferring the chip here, I would say. He says that some parts of it can just overheat. Yeah, but again, I, it's just, yeah. It's one of those things where we like none of us know what's happening, so people are just guessing. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's like, okay, interesting. Like,
1: I guess if it's like render, like if it's rendering a lot of shit and it's not unloading things properly, well, I don't know. Then, then it can overload the GPU and that can cause a lot of heat issues. Like, <laughs> that's that's. I mean, the other thing is like you know the switch. Have you seen the error message that comes up on the switch where it goes like the switch is getting too hot, so it's going to yeah, turn off? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've seen this great this great uh Smash Bros clip where someone's playing Roy. And then he, like, they're streaming, and he kills someone with uh, flare blitz, you know, like, the, the, the massive explosion crashing. thing, mm-hmm. yeah. And then kills them, and then, you know, when in Smash Ultimate, it does, like, the freeze frame, where, like, it zooms in and does the freeze frame. It yeah. does that, and then it goes, like, the switch is shutting down because it's getting too hot. <laughs> and it was like, that is the best, like the that. best final clip, like, no, it's re- it really happened. <laughs> it's like, that is the greatest final clip oh, you could ever ask for. It's actually real? Yeah, it's real, it's real. Oh, I,
0: th- I thought someone had just edited it together. <laughs> no, 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 it's real. Oh, that's brilliant. Because the person was
1: streaming and that happened on their stream.
0: <laughs> that it's makes the... it even better, yeah. I love it. Okay. it's I- I so funny, yes. Yeah, but, so but this funny. is the thing, so, so all the stuff aside about this, like, yeah. I have to be honest. So so apparently Game Freak, sorry not Game Freak, Nintendo are, are allowing refunds but again there's some misinformation around that because you know how Pokemon fans are very yeah. uh, loyal. I'll, I'll say the word loyal. Um, they tend to take a lot more punishment than other fans of other fan bases do. Yeah, like they'll they'll accept shit quality things just because it's Pokemon. I I understand that. I love Pokemon, and I, I have really enjoyed this game when I've been able to play it. And I've, I've just I've just finished the Pokedex, so I've obviously played a lot. Yeah, which is crazy, um, by the way. Yeah, it was congrats.
1: Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> No, isn't like that. You did it. Like, it's sick. No,
0: like, but I've 100 said every Pokemon game because I'm a nerd. Um, we're all nerds. Nerds are great. Yeah. Um, but it's just. It's it's not acceptable. This this is not acceptable from one of the richest brands on the planet and one of the richest companies on the planet to pump this stuff out and charge full premium triple A price for. It's mm. not acceptable. This is like putting out a car with only two wheels and selling it as a four-wheeled car. Yeah. It it functionally does not work. Mm. Like it it, it it's. It, it, I don't get how Pokemon fans are, are defending either because these aren't intermittent bugs. These are easily replicatable and very regular bugs. Yep. Like, they're all the time. They're always. You you can't really be in the game without seeing a bug happening. Yeah. They just. Because there's either, like, terrain not loading, or textures not loading, or pop in happening, or something's happening. Like, it's it's mental. It's hard to defend,
1: right? Like, but I guess. I guess it's just, like, you know, these Pokemon fans just. They just want more Pokemon content.
0: Well, this is it. And if they want more Pokemon content, they need to provide this feedback. Yeah, because you you'll get more. You'll just the, the same thing happened with Arceus. Is everyone was like, "Oh, this is fine, it's okay," and now here we are. Like this is the outcome of allowing that to happen. Yeah, because no, no, all the complaints and stuff got silenced because they always do. Um, because you know all the people on the Reddit and stuff are like, "No, shut up, you're just a hater." Like, and that meme popped up of the people sitting around in the living room playing a game and a guy standing behind them going, "Stop having fun." Um, yeah. but you know they're playing the game and it's just like well, that meme doesn't really help anyone. Mm -hmm. because it's not i mean myself i really really enjoyed the game i like it but i also would recommend people don't buy it yeah i mean i guess a bit of a two-faced stance to be because i've played the game and i've enjoyed it so i'm telling other people not to
1: (laughs) i get you but it's hard right because it's like if the game is good then if you had an enjoyable experience with the game then that means that it's okay right but Obviously, it means that you can still complain about the technical issues and be like, "Please fix these," or like, you know, I don't know. It's like a hard one, right? Because you can, as you said, like there is a good game in there, right? I guess what you can do is say to people like, "Hey, if you want to play Pokemon, maybe go emulate it instead," and that means that. Well, that's it. Is,
0: is this be one of those situations where I would recommend people go and emulate it? The only thing is, then you can't do the online stuff, which is a humongous part of the end game. Yeah. Uh, oh, and Jesus Christ, the online oh my god ollie what (laughs) it's like a whole new level of disappointing yeah on on a level i was not expecting of nintendo but i should have been expecting it because it's nintendo's online and it's never good Mm. this this is just bonkers like how broken and bad it is so you pop open a little screen when you go into the end game that gives you a choice of eight raids which are the end game fights yes you four of them are eevee at the moment for some annoying reason because there's an eevee event on and the other four are just random pokemon that people are engaging with and they go up to six stars and everyone wants five and six star right now because they drop the rare items which allow you to make sandwiches oh god i sound a bit more <laughs> on <to this. laughs> so the, <laughs> the food in this so the food in the last game was curries you made curries and it, it added like bonus effects to things in the world for like 30 minutes so, like yeah um you'll get like boosted damage or boosted speed or your all your pokemon would heal and like all their status effects would be gone or they'd be revived or whatever nice cool stuff so you'd sit and make a curry and that would happen that was as far as it went in this game for some reason someone in the game freak team has been to spain once and realized that in spain they sell sandwiches so the national the national dish (laughs) of spain is not paella as you would expect it's sandwiches um and it's big like french bread sandwiches so these big thick obnoxious sandwiches and the fillings are like strawberry and banana and uh, peanut butter and tofu. Like it's 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 mental. Uh-huh. Um, but you make these sandwiches and the, the only difference is, is now they've also made it so that these sandwiches impact breeding. So they increase the rate in which you uh, create eggs and increase the rate in which you hatch eggs. Uh, they also increase shiny rates, so depending on the recipe you use, you can increase shinies of different types of Pokemon, which I'll get to in a minute, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that as a whole other mess of bullshit. Um, and it also does things like um, increases your chances of encountering different uh, elemental types of Pokemon, so you like you can increase the chance of fire Pokemon spawning. Yeah. So the, the trick being, is if you know an area where only one normal Pokemon spawns, you can increase the rate of normal Pokemon in that area, and it will switch to only being that Pokemon in that area, and suddenly you've got thousands of them you can farm, which makes Shiny farming a lot easier. If you know anything about the Masuda method, mm. it makes Shiny farming a lot easier, which is where um, you... Sorry, not the, that's not Masuda. This is the sh- Shiny chaining method, where you keep killing the same thing over and over again. Eventually, it'll be Shiny. Yes. Because it puts the chances up every time you kill it. Yeah. So that's good. But uh, like I said, put a pin in it about the Shiny uh, recipes, the sandwiches um the <laughs> the shiny ingredients are these things called herbs which only drop from six and five star raids and they're super rare drops so the the whole point of the end game is to keep going into raids to farm them to get these materials to make sandwiches again nonsense uh to get shinies and then to go take those shinies into the raids and get more shinies that's the the you know the forever loop of an mmo effectively yeah. which is what it's in this one Problem is, is those raids are technically just absolute cockass. Like, I'm sorry to use such a horrible <laughs> word, but there's no other word for it. It is the worst. So you click on one of these eight pictures of one of the raids that you want, and it takes about 30 seconds to tell you whether you're in that raid or not, after which you have to then wait another two minutes for the raid to start. Mm. Nine times out of ten, you don't get into the raid. It just comes up with an error message, and then you have to wait for two and a half minutes before you can refresh the screen to get more raids to choose from. So you get punished for two every single time this happens, by the way. You get punished for two and a half minutes every time um, you choose a raid. So every time you want to go online, you have about a 90% chance of being punished.
1: What the fuck?
0: It is. and, And I haven't even got to getting in the raid yet. My God, when you get into the raids... Oof. So, you are four people against one big raid boss, and instead of taking it in turns, you now all use moves at the same time. However, you also see all the animations in sequence. Hmm. So, raids are just a massive queue of animations, and it gets really backed up. It At points, it'll just stop for like a minute. It'll just sit there, all the Pokemon will just stop moving, and the raid will just stop for like a minute, as as the system is clearly thinking what's happening it's it's also all peer-to-peer so if one person's slow everyone's slow um there's no like mechanics at play that i've been able to work out other than if it's got a flower on its head because everything wears things on their heads now in this raid because that's how the because oh god i feel like i'm in a fever dream um <laughs> i, feel, I feel like a madman um so now they've added a third type to every pokemon called terror typing, yeah and when you're in raids the raid target is automatically terror typed right so all that means and after all the complexity of all that bullshit all it means is it is that type
1: right okay so if
0: you've got an EV with a ghost on its head it's a ghost EV. thus it's weak to ghost moves right okay if it's an EV with a normal type symbol on its head it's a, an EV is a normal pokemon the yeah. thing on its head means normal um it's a normal type so it's double normal type at that point right which okay. means you can then do double damage to it if you well Yeah, double damage to it if you're using a move that's super effective against a normal type.
2: Yeah, okay.
0: Okay? Or triple damage, I can't remember. Yeah, I got you. The the, the game actually does a really good job of teaching you all the mechanics, actually, before the raids, where the mechanics don't apply. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But then they put a shield up, and all the rules go out the window, because the shield goes up, and then suddenly it's just random damage. Like, sometimes you'll do no damage, sometimes you'll do a turn, sometimes you'll die instantly, sometimes it will die instantly, sometimes all your team are just dead, and it doesn't tell you why. Like, it's just... Nonsense played and played to Toby Fox music in a fever dream because you're in a glistening cavern made of diamonds and everything sparkling and screaming and I hate it. Oh my god! <laughs> so- want to go home. <laughs> it sounds it sounds
1: like a fever dream.
0: It is a fever dream. It sounds
1: like maybe don't raid.
0: Or just don't buy Pokemon. I mean, yeah. I mean, I am a mega fan, and I'm saying that I'm exhausted with this franchise and what they've just done with it. Oh man. Oh. But I mean, also, after this podcast, I'm going to go and play. So.
1: <laughs> well, I'm praying that great Game Freak, you know, eventually <laughs> pick up the pieces. Or maybe Nintendo goes like, maybe we should let someone else try making Pokemon. But I don't know how that it, works with licensing. But...
0: Give it to any other company to make. Like, it's it's not a slight on Game Freak because they're doing the best they can. But yeah. I really don't think... They've got no staff. They're, yeah. they're really under-supported. And they're expected to bring out this billion-dollar franchise. Yeah. Just give it to EA. No, don't do that. Do uh, Nintendo. Uh, Honestly, I feel like I've just been through it explaining that to you. Like, I feel like I've been through something. That's okay. Just, like, it's I need okay, a bath. Park.
1: It's <laughs> okay. This is the after hours that's yeah, fine this
0: is this is, yeah. the, this is some to happen late. Yeah, exactly. this is Sunfire Tavern late exactly Ollie's gonna put a sound happen, a yeah. effect in there of the full two and a half minute edit of the Sunfire Tavern theme tune <laughs> Ollie's gonna work on tonight as well oh yeah great. No, Ollie's great nice, such yeah. a good editor I'll do this the
1: is... late I'll do the late theme the late version of the theme yeah,
0: yeah. be like that but with saxophones which it's is just that
1: noise. but I've just pitch shifted it down
0: well, no it's that but you just <laughs> go in oh. Oh. in the background <laughs> what, wait me <laughs> wait be what what say fuck you Clark no not making sexy noises okay oh god is that a sexy way? I don't know. Anyway. it is. <laughs> so my, so so my comparison of poke too, to you. know when you said that what was going to say something about S&M but I can't. Remember. I was going to make a really funny comparison like um Oh yeah, playing the game is enjoyable mm-hmm. to me, but it's because I can also section it down in my head and understand why I enjoy it and why I don't enjoy it. So but also, sex to some people is also fun when they get strangled. That's Not yeah, to exactly. Everyone. Not to everyone. Yeah. So
1: it's like, if you are masochist, play Pokemon. If, yeah, also, well, I I, if you can huff that copium, then maybe exactly, also play yeah. Pokemon.
0: <laughs> copium is a high thing in this game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's the whole Pokemon community at this point. <laughs> to an extent. There we go. Anyway. Sorry, I
0: just had to mute myself then because I was sneezing. It's okay. It's okay. Um,
1: anyway, let's move on to the next topic. Yeah, was, I've well, I've worn okay. myself out. Put your Pokemon down. I know. Right.
0: Whew can't wait to play it after the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, reared so,
1: rared up for
0: it. So, Black Friday, more like Beige Friday, is my very clever title Okay. For this section. Did Let you, me guess what I'm going to talk about.
1: Did you buy anything this Black Friday, first of all?
0: Yes. One thing.
1: What did you it's buy? It's the same thing
0: I bought last year on Black Friday. Which is? My Rail Pass. Nice. Yeah, because the Rail Cards on Black Friday are £15 cheaper. They're usually £30. Uh, last year, it was just half price. This mm-hmm. year, it, you pay full price, which is £30, but they immediately give you a £15 off your next train ticket, which uh, the only reason I was on the website was to buy a train ticket anyway. So I thought, okay, I'm going to save oh, 15 well. quid on this ticket. I might as well do it. And also it gives me the rail pass for half price. Yeah. 15 quid to save roughly £5 per time on a train ticket. It pays for itself in three tickets. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's I a mean, no-brainer. And I, I use the train all the time. Well, so. there
1: you go, yeah. So,
0: so Yeah, so, I, so that's all I bought. I bought nothing.
1: Because I'm like, what? I don't. I didn't really see any Black Friday sales that appealed. To... The only one that, the only one that kind of appealed to me was like, uh, I saw Cyberpunk 2077 for lower cost. Yeah, and same. Like, but I, and I was like, maybe like I should play that down. game. Yeah, I was like, maybe I should play that game now. Like it's maybe it's about that time. And then I fell into a weird space of like looking up like, what's the modding scene for Cyberpunk 2077 like? And then I immediately watched five minutes of YouTube video and then closed the tab because I was like, this is uh... a. <laughs> This is uh, not a not a one AM thing.
0: Yeah, I I've done that as well. Yeah. Uh, been through that process. I've just been like, oh no. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm no, in no, that no, place no. on the internet, I don't want to be anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of witties. Um but yes, yeah, so I didn't find anything of interest. The only thing I did see that stood out apart from my rail pass was the Series X was down to a very, very reasonable price. Oh that's like it, was, it was actually a steal, It was down to like don't quote me on this one, but it was around two hundred pounds. Maybe what? Less, maybe less no way maybe that was it less I can't remember it was it was at a price where I was like that's good that's probably going to sell there's I, I no can't remember way. the exact price no,
1: wait, sorry did you say Series S or Series, the
0: series X Series S okay I oh, hear so Series this is dinky X
1: one. I was like Jesus Christ there's no if way if I remember right X it was about 80 pounds cheaper
0: than its normal price it was about yeah. 80 pounds cheaper
1: okay that, that I can yeah. believe and that's a pretty good price Which is good yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: the Series X is never going to go down in price it's a, yeah. it's a Goliath a flawless machine it's, it's, a beast. In every way. it's a beast and now it has vampire survivors even better exactly yeah there you go 140 hours into that game wow you, 140 you, you hours. love that game i love it. i can't play it at the moment either because it's not plugged in oh. because all my living room is a bomb site so all yep. i've got is my switch and my pokemon to claim desperately to. that's what you yeah so i wanted to say a little bit about back friday because i've been saying i'm not trying to say i'm some kind of like well i'm an idiot um but ever since the concept of Black Friday started to explode and, and we started to see those videos where people are like raiding stores and stuff and going mental, mm-hmm. I've been like, this is going to become one of those things that starts off really cool and you actually get some really good deals. Because there have been some Black Friday deals, like my TV, for example, that you genuinely save hundreds of pounds on yeah and it's great but i I said from the beginning this is going to quickly become one of those things that is no longer a good thing and it's just a a name like valentine's day or or like easter where no one really knows the basis of it anymore it's just about pumping out merchandise Mm -hmm. to the point where i'm surprised that we don't have things like black friday t-shirts and and it's also gone from being a day to being a week yeah they've they've added cyber monday which is this just a more nonsense um, and they've they've done that whole thing where you know there was that whole joke of like um, Hallmark in the '80s trying to create Christmas too. Yes. In the middle, in the middle of like where was it March or April or something? Mm-hmm. The, the, where there's a lull in holidays, and I feel like this is what Black Friday is—they've tried to create Christmas too. Yeah, basically. Which is a time where people just can't stop spending. Yeah. And it's 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 disappointing because it's working on the on the uh, on society. It's definitely working because people are queuing round the block for. Then again. I was in central London on Saturday, not a soul in sight. I mean, there, they, obviously there was people, but it was basically empty. Yeah. And it was still Black Friday sales. I, I was actually doing my Christmas shopping. I picked up some pretty good deals. Um, like John Lewis, for example, they were doing, I think, 15 or 20% off nearly everything you buy, mm-hmm. which is fine. I, I was going to go and buy stuff anyway. I wasn't going there for the sale. It just I got to the till and they went, oh, I also bought some aftershave and I got 15% off that as well. So Brilliant. good. Same for the Disney store, 20% off everything. I have some friends that like Disney stuff, so I thought, okay, easy. So I guess I lied. Actually, I probably have taken advantage of Black Friday, but unintentionally. I yes. didn't go there with the intention. But unlike the last time we were out in the world, so before the pandemic, when Black Friday was bonkers, it was empty. There was no yeah. one there. Yeah. So weird. Weird.
1: I mean, weird I mean, this is also like a thing. There's like a, it's probably like a two punch combo of like, uh, Black Friday after covid and stuff people are like less inclined to go to stores and stuff like that and also uh cost of living stuff it's not not doing so good
0: oh yeah it's... i mean we're in a bad place for that at the moment yeah
1: that's what i mean so that's why like people are probably like less in less less consumerism happening you know but uh i know what you mean like it, it does definitely feel like normally it, like you see ads and everything and it's on un- you can't miss it You know what I mean? Like, Black Friday shit getting pushed into your face. And whilst there has been a level of that, maybe... Or maybe it's like a thing of, like, now we've just become blind to it. Like, it's just like... I mean, I'm
0: definitely seeing the ads. I just don't care about them anymore.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. It's just kind of like, oh, It used to be, like, a big thing to go look at, like, to get some Black Friday deals. But now it's kind of like, eh? Whatever, dude. So...
0: Yeah, it's... uh, I'm glad that people are... I I can't say that people are dying down to it, though, because... It's only my little tiny perspective on it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah like, I don't I, know. I only have my personal experience with it. Yeah, but exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, and as I get older, I'm realizing that phrase is more and more prevalent. Like, <laughs> I may not like something, but a lot of people might like it. So it's I fine. mean,
1: ah, oh, dude, like, I've, I, sometimes I watch some videos where people, like, sort of talk about recent trends on TikTok and stuff oh man and it that's... makes
0: you angry no it doesn't make me but... angry
1: it just makes me go like damn like this is so weird like i'm I'm yeah. having my like, old man moment kind of thing
0: well this this is it. But... Is i i do go into that old man moment because i am an old man like i'm yeah you know, 39 um i do go into those moments every now and again where i'm like this is fucking stupid and then i have to remind myself like yeah but it's bringing people joy exactly that's I, the main and, thing yeah and, and 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 to add some darkness to this like the world is a shitty place at the yeah moment. Like ev- everyone's struggling it's, it's i say everyone's struggling i'm just saying uh bye to the first week of my interior designer hiring four professionals to build expensive furniture in my apartment but life is hard <laughs> shut up polly um everyone's struggling uh, to be fair this is me spending my savings over the last 10 years this mm-hmm. is me spending a lot of money on stuff that I've been saying before. So I, I'm going to put myself aside on that one Like I'm being middle class, but in a responsible way. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Don't judge me. Um, what I'm saying is that we're all struggling. We're all in that space where um, finding joy is very difficult. So if something does bring, like standing on the edge of a uh, tourist site and taking a dumb ass selfie where you do a dopey turn or whatever, if that brings you joy, more power to you. Don't let me be a grumpy asshole. And yeah. doing that. Exactly. Go and do it. Right. Like, and it takes a lot to kind of get your head into that mindset of, of, you know, I might not like it, but it's okay that they do.
1: Yeah, it's like the fascination part of it. Like that's that's the main thing that I latch onto is like the fascination of being like, damn, this is this is clearly not for me, and I kind of yeah, don't understand I, it. I, I but agree. I'm like, okay, <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, it's cool, man. I'm trying to understand why. I, and I guess yeah, the the TikTok trend for people who are listening, uh, it's the dabloons
0: TikTok dabloons. trend. Yeah. Uh, Am I about to, to something it, horrific about
1: society? No, to summarise it, basically, apparently some person made a TikTok where there's, like, an AI-generated picture of a cat, and it's just holding three coins, and then they were like, you know, because TikTok has all the, like, AI, like, sorry, the text-to-speech voices, it's just the cat talking to you being like, hello, friend, here are three doubloons, sorry, dabloons, he spells doubloons wrong, so you know, like, pirate doubloons. So, this is the other really dumb thing about the trend, is that everybody's spelling doubloons wrong, so they spell it D-A-B-L-O-O-Ns, like dabloons. Like so, so now the trend is called hashtag or it's called like doubloon talk or whatever. But basically, this cat gives you, it goes like, here's three doubloons. Off you go on your journey, and then people start making other vi- like TikTok videos of being like, hello, welcome traveler. Here's seven doubloons, and then someone was like, ah, oh, welcome to the doubloon shop. You can buy a knife here for twenty doubloons, and then people be like, hey, this is the doubloon inspection check TikTok. We're going to check that all your doubloons are legal tender and then people be... Being- to- uh, that's what I mean. And there's like people being like, ah oh, here, I'm a doubloon thief. I'm going to steal your doubloons. And people being like, here, you can join my pirate guild or whatever. And it was just like the comment sections are just people being like, oh, nice. Now I have 27 doubloons. Thanks. Because obviously you just scroll through your feed or whatever and you see these things. And then, like, someone went like doubloons, like, someone inflated the doubloon economy by making a TikTok, which was like, here's a million doubloons. And then people got really mad. And also there's TikTok. Talks about people being like, here is my doubloon spreadsheet, and it's like a literal like profit loss
0: chart of like the doubloonist transactionist. So it's basically something that's become like its own like, (laughs) like a like a. What's the I word? Think, Not a viralized think... mean, but like uh, an organic meme. Yeah, like, I think. Grown I... and grown and grown and grown and grown. I think
1: the dabloon talk uh, hashtag has something like 50 million views or something. Jesus Christ!
0: <laughs> but then I, I can't hate on it because also <laughs> oh, every and one I, of these if...
1: TikToks have like this like weird music in the background. <laughs> it's just like weird. It's like pirate adjacent music. That's all I can say it is. It's so weird. Oh yeah, to
0: be honest, it sounds like it's generating a lot of fun. So yeah. I'm not going to yuck on that. Yuk. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. Exactly. like, and then, and
1: then it's just people being like, there's a whole nother trend of, not trend, but it's a whole nother thing on, the, on it. Like people being like, if you have ADHD, do not follow this trend. It will become your next hyperfixation. And then it shows them <laughs> being like, like, I have not slept in the last three hours because I've been too busy doing my dabloon chart of, like, (laughs) managing my finances. (laughs) it's like, I don't know if this is real or not,
0: but... I feel far older than I should feel right now. (laughs) I feel very old. Yeah. It's, it's, but, hey, look, this is, this is how I
1: spend my evenings, so... (laughs) <laughs> just reading, you, re- watching, just... watching the videos that break these things down. Not actually being in the trend. Just like in hindsight, people looking back and being like, "What? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening here?" Really, <laughs> nothing kind of makes
0: sense anymore.
1: Yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry. That was a slight aside. I guess we can briefly, because we, I, I know we're running on time. We're running, running a little bit over time. But we can briefly go over. Ramatra from Overwatch 2? Uh, Well,
0: actually, no, before we do, I just want to bring out another point that links Pokemon Scarlet to this trend that you were talking about. Oh. And uh, one of the things... So um, one of the things... They've also added a dating element. Again, it feels like I'm going back into the fever dream here. You know how Fire Emblem went from being a Fire Emblem game to a dating sim? Yes. This is now in the early stages of doing exactly the same thing. So you can start becoming super friendly with the teachers um, and, like, gaining, like reputation with them so that they, they feel closer to you oh good one of the teachers is an old kind of out-of-date professor who's trying to be cool and hit with the kids <laughs> one good. of the questions one of the questions he literally asks you and this is the literal question is tell me what does Chugi mean t-h-e-u-g-y oh Chugi, as in yeah. wait is that in the game yep oh wow how meta is that that's pretty that's pretty <laughs> I'm to thinking. the point where i'm not even sure that the japanese developers knew that that was going in because i think that might be a transfer uh, that's like a localization a, uh, thing i think that yeah. might be it might be a localization thing but yeah. that's really so self- and there is some really really good moments of awareness in the game like the actual the learning element of the game is brilliant because this school that you're attending yeah. teaches you every part of pokemon including the complex parts yeah the like shiny chances um damage modifiers and what stacks and what doesn't what blocks what breaks like yeah and it it actually it does like um like i said with these lessons where you're training where you're getting better with the teachers they're each one teaching their own subject so one's doing like battle mechanics another one's doing cooking another one's doing um like language and you learn how to understand the different things that a pikachu's saying just by the fact that it's saying pikachu yeah like it's it's cool but this chuggy thing, I was like, I yeah. don't know what this means. <laughs> yeah, like... Gla-
1: and then I went, I do know what
0: this means, and <laughs> I, was, I got it right. But I was, gla- was happy.
1: What's it? Gla- Glass Onion has a lot of this, because you can tell the film was written quite recently. Well, it was written in the, said, sort yeah. of, uh, in the um, what's it, COVID era. So there are a lot of throwbacks to, like, COVID things, which is pretty good. There's, and there's some pretty good gags in there, which are, like, a lot lockdown-related like, stuff, and I was like, oh, this is is pretty good. (laughs) But I was surprisingly modern. Also, there is one scene in the opening bit of the film which I really want to talk about, but it's one of these things where you kind of just have to, I don't want to ruin it because it's it's just a great thing. It's a great moment. It's 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 like on the level of, like, you know, in fucking Infinity War when you just see Thor playing Fortnite. It's like on that. <laughs> yeah. It's on that level of thing where you're like, "What am I? What, what is happening right now?" So
0: well, I like that though. Every now and yeah. again, you do get a moment in the cinema where you're like, "Hang on." Yeah, yeah. you like, <laughs> you like, <laughs> like take a step back and be like, "This step is actually. Step. This is on a screen in front yeah. of me right now." This this went past QA. This got through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: It's very good. It's a very good scene.
0: Oh, cool. So, I, I might give it a chance then because I I didn't. Enjoy Knives Out, but this one sounds like I might enjoy it. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot more fun than the first Knives Out. I'll say that. So
0: but you know, you know, it is more fun than the first Knives Out. What Overwatch Two is is it though? I, is, just, I mean, that was a week because is... it's also a lie. Like yeah. I've been <laughs> <the game> already. <laughs> uh, but it it's just, as good as for anyone listening from Blizzard. Um, yeah, the game's fine. Like whatever. Uh, not getting game of the year though, are you?
1: I, I watched no, no, no. I watched um gameplay breakdown, and he seems interesting, but also I'm like, he seems very- that ult, That ult looks really annoying. <laughs> uh,
0: so he seems interesting for three characters. Like yeah. If he was three characters, I would understand, but why is he one character? Yeah. Like, it's so- oh, oh again, I'm... I need to come out the Fever Dream headset, cause I'm so hepped up after talking about um, uh, Mindspace, not headset. Um, I'm literally like wound up after talking about Pokemon. I am a little bit like <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but no, so looking at um, Rematra I'm glad you've seen the gameplay video as well because I haven't watched it yet I've only seen the overview in like the, the screenshot mode. Yeah. Um, but I knew about this here not from the past, I knew about this hero from a few weeks ago because I watched a few the bits and pieces on it. Yes. And it just seems like it's so overcomplicated to play because he's got like two forms each, two, each of the forms has different abilities and each one has different alts. Yes. He's got six abilities. Well, I,
1: I, well, he had. I think the ult makes him in, it forces him into one of the forms. Well, so- yeah, but Nemesis—that's
0: Nemesis form. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Nemesis form is also usable by pressing shift. Yes. So, like his ult. So you switch between armor and damage, is what you do.
1: Uh, it. To be honest, from the video I watched, it seems like uh the. What's the other form called? So there's Nemesis form and then there's the other one. What's the Ravenous. other one? Ravenous. Is it Ravenous? Re- r-
0: uh, Hang on, I'm, do- I'm going down the list now. Yeah, I've got Nemesis form. um...
1: I don't know. Basically, don't even... the other form, oh, Omnic form. Okay, when he's in Omnic form, which is just when he's a guy. He's
0: right? an Omnic. That's, yeah. that's his race. Yeah, he's
1: an Omnic. Yeah, it's it's called yeah. Omnic form. So so yeah. like it it doesn't seem like he he he's just kind of weak. I think the idea is basically that being in the other in in the other form I forgot the name of the other form no. Nemesis. When you're it being in Nemesis form is basically when you are strong. When you're in Omnic form you are yeah. just kind of weak, which is the idea. Typical glass cannon.
0: Yes. Like no when you're right. doing damage you're doing mega damage, but when you're not doing damage you're weak as fuck. Yes. But like the when problem you're is he's not.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz like, in Omnic form you just seem kind of like uh An you, Overwatch you can make hero. a barrier. Yeah. Yeah, you can just make a barrier, right? But when you're in the other form, you do, like, fucking... You punch people in the face and kill them.
0: Yeah, exactly, and you can punch through shields now. Yes, which is good. Because <laughs> why not? <laughs>
1: yeah, good, great. Like... um, But yeah, and then his... But the ult is the thing that seems annoying. So when he ults, he basically just does, like, an AoE... Um, like, an AoE thing that, like, uh, damages people near him... And it keeps going as long as you keep hitting people. Yeah. And it sl- it slows people and hurts them as long as you keep hitting as long as you it keeps hurting people, which seems really fucking annoying. <laughs> yep. So like he's just gonna run at you <laughs> forever, and unless you push him away, he's just gonna kill you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it's there's a lot to it, but so for me, um, one one of the big draws of Overwatch is how simple it is to play all the heroes. Like they all have very simple abilities, and it's quite easy to understand, but a lot of them have quite high skill flaws. Mm. This one, I've read it multiple times, I still don't understand this hero. I'm just like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, This this just feels like way over-designed. It it looks cool. It's broken the rule of no magic in Overwatch, because uh, Jeff Kaplan was actually quoted as saying, not Jeff Kaplan, sorry, the, the story artist um, Michael Chu, mm-hmm. was quoted as saying, this game is not based on magic, there isn't magic in this game, the only thing that's close to magic is uh, the spirit chi that Hanzo and Genji use. Yeah. Which is just close and then suddenly Kiriko's come in who is just using magic. Like yeah. it's just magic. And this character again is using magic. <laughs> yeah. I, it just I don't know, it's Oh blizzard, what are you doing?
1: This is magic, dude? It's, yeah, it's omnic magic. magic? But I mean it's, it's
0: also a fantasy land it's fine. Like, I, it's think the, land. It's I think the, the world of now. I think
1: I think the character design's kinda cool. Like I think he's cool. Like, yeah, so Robot so Man. So he's alright. But it's also like a thing of like, is this gonna make me play Overwatch 2?
0: No. Nope. <laughs> If anything, so... it's going to make me not play Overwatch 2. Yeah. I don't want to fight against him. He yeah. doesn't sound fun. <laughs> I wonder
1: how the numbers are doing now, now that COD like, is out as well.
0: I would be fascinated to see, because I mean, obviously I know the numbers from years ago, I have no idea how that game is performing anymore. Mm. Especially not since it launched as a free-to-play.
1: Yes, exactly. I
0: would love to see how it's doing. I, I hope it's not doing well, because I really want Activision to like, take a thump in the stomach from this one. But, mm. it, I, unfortunately, Monkey Brain probably suggests that it's it's probably doing well.
1: Yeah, it's probably doing alright. It's
0: probably making bank, and I'm sure everyone's going to be happy with it and getting loads of bonuses. I mean, when oh. the
1: PvE game mode comes out, that's when I'll have a look again.
0: So you're never going to have a look? Yeah. TLDR. Yeah, that's my sassy yeah. little poke at the fact that I don't think the PvE mode's ever going to make it. I think
1: it will make it, just it will be bad.
0: I think it's going to make it, but it's going to be so deprioritized and de-scoped that it, no one's going to notice what it is. Yeah. Like it's gonna be. Like, to be fair, that the Halloween event was cool once. I wouldn't want to repeat it, uh, but the new Halloween event was 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 interesting. It was cool. Mm. And it was a quest based thing. Yeah. Like you say? But I wouldn't think that you could build an entire game around that because it wasn't particularly engaging. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like I'm i wearing myself out. That's I think that's right. it. Burning I've out of to Scarlet on. and Violet. Let's go through the. But,
1: let's go through the last two things. Then. No,
0: so this one I want to talk to you about. I want to hear your opinions on because okay. I watched this video and it was awesome. Yeah. Um. So you, you you've heard of this? Yeah. Uh, the Dark Souls God Run. Yes. Did you see the final few minutes?
1: No, I have not seen the full. I've not. Uh, so the last time I saw a person do this, it was before Elden Ring. So this is the it's one that includes. Him. He Elden was the Ring.
0: one that did it before. Not... Yeah.
1: So this is the one yeah. that includes Elden Ring, right?
0: Yes. But Elden Ring isn't the last game he plays, I don't think. I think the last game he plays in the series is 3. Okay, yeah. Because I think he goes... I can't remember the order, but it's five Dark Souls games. Yeah. All of the Souls, all of the Soulsborns. So it's... I want to say Bloodborne or Sekiro. I think it's Sekiro, actually. Mm -hmm. Is it Sekiro? I can't remember. Either way, he plays five in a row, which, by the way, playing one without getting hit is already impressive. Yeah. Playing five in a row without getting hit, and then the rule was, if he does take damage, he goes back to the start of all of the games and starts over from scratch. Yes. He does all of them in one run. Obviously not in one sitting, because you die. Yeah. Um, like, you'd die in real life, and that means you'd have to reset. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, he gets to the final boss, which is the something of Cinder? Something of Cinder? Soul of Cinder. Soul of Cinder. Of Cinder? Yeah. Soul of Cinder. He lands the final hit and he just starts crying. Like, I mean, yeah. he's screaming. He's going, um, what is he saying? Let's fucking go. Like, he just becomes this emotional explosion. It's, it's amazing to watch. And yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, we haven't seen a gaming moment like this in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, that was epic. And it just, why is it so quiet? Like, why is no one celebrating this? I think. Because I... like, even, even the video itself has got like sub 100,000 views. Yeah.
1: Why? It's because people, like, you know, like, I guess this is it. It's like, this, like a feat's like this. Like, he already did the first three, like, the first one, right? And then, yeah. it's like, he's one-upping himself. It's like yeah. this whole thing of, like, we know, like, I, th- I don't agree with this mentality, to be fair. But this is probably what other people are thinking in terms of, like, uh, oh, you know, he's, yeah, we already saw him do it, do it before. Of course he can do it again. And it's still like a crazy feat of achievement, but it's kind of like a thing. I'm going to go like, nice man, you still got it, kind of thing. Instead of like,
0: you still got it, but you've also defeated the game that's potentially going to be game of the year as well. Yes, 100%. wrapped into that, like that to me is a way bigger story.
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's, I mean it's insane. And to be yeah. fair, I am seeing like articles and stuff and a lot of things on it. But yeah, th- there is not that much fanfare around it, which there should be. I feel like yeah, there should be more, well,
0: but it is it insane. Does... It does sort of bring up a point that I've been thinking about a lot recently. Well, not a lot because you know I have a life. Well, I don't have a life. I'm lying. Um, I have no life. Um, there's a lot of like game media websites that don't really exist anymore. And I'm, well, even when I'm trying to do the, the points for the, the the podcast every week, like I don't really know which site to look at anymore because most of the gaming news websites now are just automated, like uh, yep. AI generated articles. Yep. Like I don't know where to go for my games media anymore apart from my Mm-hmm. And even that is hit and miss. Yeah. Like I'm wondering if it's because games media has just been so heavily consumed by automation.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not just games media, it's just media it's in general. general. It's like yeah. article like article writing in general. Mm. But the problem is is it's that the whole world. It's, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting thing. Well, that's a whole different conversation of like, hey, what happens when everyone if the AI is generating the articles? Uh but then it doesn't have any source material to generate it from. Uh what happens? <laughs> You know? Fair. So, yeah, like, that's, that, that's going to be the next step with this, I feel like. Yeah, I guess. Um, But, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like most people nowadays, especially younger people, they get their gaming news not from these publications or websites or something like that. They get them from Twitter, or Reddit, or TikTok, or YouTube, you know? Like, I get a lot of my gaming news from just, like, YouTubers, but then they're obviously, that's obviously only going to be giving me, like, content based on things that I already like. Right, it's not gonna tell me about like things that I don't know about or things that I might be interested in, but not like just an example. Like you know, like I get random articles in my Chrome homepage on my phone. You know, and sometimes that's how I find out about random things that I feel like I wouldn't normally find out about because it's, yeah, same. it's a little I get bit randomised. Yeah. But like yeah, or Reddit, I guess, which is not great because now it's like you know, back in the day I used to like read Giant Bomb. Whatever, right? And Giant Bomb would give me all of my gaming news and stuff like that, but... That's not to say that there aren't, or, you know, there's things like Kotaku, and Eurogamer, and PC Gamer, and... These, these like, you know, these publications already exist, it's just, like, it's easier to digest the information in these, like, shorter-form things, which is arguably worse, but, like, yeah. Uh it, uh... it It's a shame that there's not more fanfare around this guy doing this, because obviously that is a fucking insane achievement.
0: <laughs> Yeah, off, it's like, it's, to it's blows
1: my it mind that someone's done that. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's a lot of de- dedication and hard work, right? And you know, just like sitting there doing that. But yeah, like, and I guess it goes to show that the it is possible to beat. Uh, the this other thing that's great is that it shows that it's possible to actually do these games without being hit, which shows that you know, you can't make an excuse. It is the ultimate get good, right? Um, but yeah, like I'm sure eventually some YouTube. Well, here's here's the reality of it. Uh, A speed running YouTuber, or like content creator, will basically collate the clips and make a 10 minute video about his run and the history and basically like editorialize it, and then that will be the thing that blows up and be popular, and that's the thing that will then make him, like people see that he did it, if you get what I mean. Like the story video is the thing that will blow up, not the actual clip of him doing it, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, so it. it yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 the moment he finishes it. That's the interesting bit. Like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm agreeing with you. It's that the watching him play it is not really that cool because it's just watching someone play as yeah. well. Exactly. Which is which is impressive, but I'm not going to sit and watch someone play. I mean, it's, it's, forty it's, hours of games. It's a so hundred. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Seven
1: days. So seven it's... games worth of content. That's so yeah, long.
0: Five games. Five. Games. Yeah,
1: but that's what I mean. Someone will like basically cut it down like you know cut the best moments and then you know, maybe they'll interview him and they will talk about different moments talk about why this bit was hard and why is you know there'll be like an editorialization of it which is the thing that will like because obviously yeah. it allows people to consume the content
0: so, yeah then again I, I, yeah. to segue back to overwatch a little bit here and um, this is back when i worked on it um we tried to release a series of videos where we got to know the esports people like you know on a personal level Mm-hmm. Oh, My God, were they cringy and so bad, just so bad. Like we had a video, you know, Seagull. Yes, yeah, Seagull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had him playing on a PC in a warehouse with no walls, and he was talking about how he went from rags to riches and uh, still doesn't feel like he's getting anywhere. But now he's got a following of people that listen to his every word while playing on this mega rig that was sitting in a puddle in a in a like an, a broken, like dilapidated factory. Yeah. And there was all this like dramatic music playing. I mean, no one bought it. Like everyone was just like, "This is just trash."
1: Yeah, because it's over uh, the top, right? It doesn't way feel way over. Yeah, the top. it doesn't Thank feel like much. humanized. Like there is a but level
0: now. The thing is, we weren't trying to make a joke out of it. We were no. trying to make it out as if that was his actual story. Yeah. And it's like, sorry, this random, like slightly chubby, somewhat mid not middle-aged. Like he was young at the time. He was mm. mid twenties, like just very average-looking dude had just got good at a video game. That was the story. But, but that... the story they told was like, you know, he brought nuns back to life and yeah. saved burning planes and stuff. Like, There's,
1: was... like, levels, right? Like, I think there's ways that you can do it well in eSports. Obviously, yeah, I unfortunately, way. I haven't seen the clip with Seagull or whatever. I've seen the video with Seagull. But, like, you know, you look at things like... um, And also, you know, the quotation marks meta... Or like what what people want to see from an esports story changes over time. Like for example, if you look at like the Smash Brothers documentary, that was kind of one of the first things that was made, like homegrown and made, and really blew up like the Smash community because it kind of added a storyline to like these people and like humanized a lot of these top players or let people know who like who these kind of top players were, right? Likewise you had that e- that League of Legends documentary with Double Lift that kind of like talked about his life and talked about like the uh, moments yeah. of him going to worlds and this really dramatic thing happened to him and stuff like that. Like it does obviously dramatize these people's lives in ways that might not really show what a realistic you know, realistically what they are. Like with the Seagull thing you're talking about, like it over dramatizes and puts him in this very dramatic place in a room and you are know, in like the dark and stuff like yeah, that.
0: It wasn't even in the dark, it like, was it was a, it was a warehouse with no walls yeah like it know. was raining outside and he was sitting in a puddle
1: yeah exactly so you know, like that's <laughs> like over dramatizing it but like it makes really, sense you know i mean if you made like a more realistic like this is the other thing is like with streaming right and stuff like that streaming is so prevalent now you get to see people's living rooms and bedrooms and shit all the time yeah. it's like you know that is enough of humanizing a person to be like hey look they're just like person sitting at home playing fucking video games you know like you know there's youtube channels like the score esports or like i forgot there's another channel that does, like basically takes these players when they do something big it kind of like you know creates that kind of like mini doc about them and their come up and like why this win for them was so like good kind of thing but not in a overly dramatic way just in a way that's like nice to watch and like consume and kind of makes it feel like uh tense but also that like you know, you, you can understand why it was good yeah well,
0: I, I I get what their intention is it's just it, it, like with this one I mean literally we had to work on advertising this content we had to send out the emails to everyone to yeah. advertise it yeah and it was a bunch of very disconnected marketers mm. coming from I think gambling or something is where they oh. came from they, they came from like a completely different industry came into Blizzard and tried to be like we know how to do this now let us take control yeah and all of us were like no this won't work. It obviously didn't work. It cost a fortune and made no money at all. Yep. Um, but it was at the time where Blizzard didn't really know what it was doing with marketing. We were just sort of guessing. Mm. And that happened and we were like... Yeah. Oh, what is going on? But that was when I still had like a, a glimmer of hope for the games industry that it wasn't all just <laughs> gre- greedy. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so twisted up with Scarlet <laughs> and Violet. It's damaged me. See, it's, even, it's broken me. It's broken itself.
1: Oh man, Look, it's, it's also the late night. You know, it's late. Night, it
0: yeah. is so. So it could be. It could be edgy. So yeah, be edgy it's the, and teenage.
1: It's fine, man. Like yeah. I think the games industry is in an interesting place. Obviously, all of my hope and dreams lies as purely in the indie space. But you know, like ah, it's getting think, to you too. Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Isn't like I've. I mean, die I, hope. I have, die. I have, I have unfortunately been like that for a long time. But I sit here and play. You know, like whilst you like like you sit here and play. Pokemon is like I sit here and play DMZ right it's like yeah. i think tripl- i think there are games that, like triple a games that are doing interesting things it's just monetization is just a really really weird thing nowadays especially with like the prevalence of free to play so it's like you know we're we're in this weird space where it's like what is acceptable and what is not what is fair what is unfair what is like you know and i feel like we're kind of still finding out and you know until like governing bodies of countries start stepping in even more than they already have like you know we probably won't see much movement you know we're just going to see bow passes till the end of time basically
0: so well that's it and, and I admit that I've become quite jaded by the industry and, and I, I, I felt recently that I have become jaded because I walked into the industry as a professional but as a very low tier professional with absolute wonder and a spark of joy for what was going on mm-hmm but over the last few years I've definitely felt that I get get chipped away. Yeah. But specifically in my um final year at King a lot of my like yeah. joy for the industry was killed quite hard.
1: I mean a place I... like that will do that to you. It will.
0: And it's, it, I'm not I'm not trying to say people shouldn't have joy for for the industry and stuff but mine mine went down pretty quick. Yeah. Like um it, it went really quick. <laughs>
1: You got it. You got it. Look, man. You wanna you wanna see some hopeful stuff? Go, go look at some nice new indie games. Go
0: to go to watch some. Oh, there's videos some lovely indie, indie games out there. Like I don't you know, know if, you, if if have I mentioned um, God, there's a game I've been playing recently, a new one, Vampire Survivors. Have I told you about that? <laughs> it's kind of cool. <laughs>
1: All right. The, you know. So anyway, we're coming so, up. We're coming up to one hour thirty.
0: So. Let's let's get just onto Andor quickly. Okay. Um, have you watched it?
1: No. It's on my. Li- I. Uh, uh, I'm kind. Of, I. I'm not a Disney Pluser. Mm. I'm not a Disney Pluser, dude. I'm sorry. It's definitely
0: a show that exists. I know. I've
1: heard it's very good. I've seen people talking about it. No, no.
0: No, no. no, It's definitely a show that exists. It's a show that has actors in it, and oh, there's there's sets and what? there's scripts and there's all kinds of. Soundtracks, and 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 it fills 30 minutes of time with content.
1: Is it good?
0: That is my review.
1: Okay, so your review is that it's content.
0: It's... It, so, you know when your TV's not on, it's yeah. black, but when it's on, there's, like, colours moving around? <laughs> this show makes those colours move around.
1: What you're telling me is that, like, Andor is one of the shows of all time.
0: So, you know when your TV gets burning, you leave <laughs> it on the same shot, <laughs> and or will stop your TV from getting burning? That's crazy.
1: That's, I mean, that's a glowing review.
0: It's that's... it's a review.
1: It is a review. It's a
0: review of a show that is on TV.
1: What is it about?
0: So, I'll, I'll stop being a dickhead. It's, yeah. I don't get what has really hyped people up about this. It's just, I felt like I was just watching a day in the life of a dude on a planet. Is it... Like, oh, nothing really happened.
1: It's a prequel to Rogue One. I think so, yeah. Okay.
0: I watched the first episode, and admittedly I've only watched one episode. I don't know the names of the characters. I think the main character is called Callisto or Carabang or something. Ka- Cassian. Crumpo? Cassian, there we go, Cassian, that's his name. Crumpo? Not Crumpo. Um, I think it's in the... Oh, he didn't even feel like it was in the Star Wars universe, to be honest. I don't get what's got people so hard. Maybe I'm going to give like two more episodes a go, because mm-hmm. they're only 30 minutes long, which I like. Yeah. I like that, but I didn't get anything out of it. Like I just walked away with it with no impact at all. Like Nothing. And I'm a Star Wars fan.
1: So looking at this chart of critical response to Andor, based on critics' reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, episode one had like a 93% positive review, and by episode five it had 100%.
0: Yeah, so, I know it ramps up. I've yeah. been told by people. I mean, the thing is, I work with a lot of really heavy Star Wars nerds, like people that know this universe yeah. in way more detail than I do. I, I know Star Wars. I just don't know what a a gadumpy dump from planet and six is. I mean, that is in the Star Wars universe. Neither mm. <laughs> of those things are real. Um, they could be. I don't know. Um, but like, they can look at something like, for example, one of them is a he's making some of the cosmetics, and he's a dude that that just knows every single inch of those cosmetics and what they're referencing yeah and he's like well obviously the fans are going to know that this glove is from episode four of this da-da-da-da-da. and i'm like i couldn't even tell that was a glove yeah and you're giving me this uh, it's it's amazing like the, the dude's super super talented he's been working on star wars for like 35 40 years now i think yeah. so very impressive stuff um but no i just watch Andor and i just think don't know what this is not sure yet so I'll catch up on that one in the next episode I think unless you catch up with it. <laughs> uh
1: my partner was interested in watching it but I also didn't uh, being honest with you I also did not watch The Mandalorian <laughs> or or any of now, The, the Star Mandalorian
0: Wars stuff. was fucking brilliant from yeah. from minute 1. Yeah. I, I can't recommend that show enough and I, I do think you can go into it overhyped yeah. so I'm going to overhype it. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was really really good.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, them, I, I, heard uh, I heard it was really good, but I'm also well, hearing like, that this one's really good as well. So.
0: Yeah, I am hearing this one's good, but I'm not getting it myself. But I, I heard Mandalorian was good and instantly saw why. Even down to like the theme tune to The Mandalorian, it's brilliant. Like that... I still remember it now, and it's been... I don't know where I went up with that. It's been like a year and a half, two years since I watched it, but I still remember the theme tune. Yeah. Yeah, I know the characters. I know the names of everyone. Like, I know what happened in that show. In this one, just, there was an altercation. That well,
1: I yeah, I'd say keep keep at it. Apparently, I'm gonna give it.
0: I'm, like I said, I'm gonna give it one or two more episodes. As someone who's See where I go.
1: yeah, as someone who has zero interest in this show because it's very 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 detached from the Star Wars universe, I'd say keep it, keep at it, man. Maybe it'll be a good show. If well, people are saying it's that... a good show, then you know.
0: As someone that works on the Star Wars franchise, yeah, you know, probably should develop more of an interest. Yeah,
1: I, but you know, on the flip side, what's the reviews for Black Black Panther: Wonder, Wakanda Forever?
0: Oh, people are giving it like top tier reviews, and I don't know why. Yeah, maybe the, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm know, just out of touch.
1: I'm maybe I am also out of touch. I just thought, uh, yeah, it's no, got it's got eight, the kids that are wrong. It's got eighty four. I mean, it's got eighty four percent on Meter and ninety four percent audience score. On rotten tomatoes, which fucking astounds me.
0: I, it's just, look at Pokemon Scarlet.
1: Maybe I'm not the maybe I'm not the the target audience.
0: You're too old for Wakanda forever.
1: But there's nothing happened. All right. Anyway, you know, before I fall into hang on, no, of no. Before, before
0: we rage, look at the review scores versus the critic scores for Scarlet, Pokemon Scarlet.
1: Yeah, I, I saw I saw the Metacritic ones for that, but
0: <laughs> it, it's the Metacritic ones I'm talking about. So the the critics yeah. reviews are like 9s and 10s, Yeah. and the player reviews are like 1s and 2s.
1: Yeah, it's because the game runs like poop.
0: But why are the critics reviews 9s and 10s?
1: Because people like... like Pokemon. Critics. Yeah, critic critics like Pokemon. But it's also because maybe they got copies of the game there for free. There you
0: three. go. There you go. Copies of game for free. There you go. You got it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so it's really late. I've been yelling a lot tonight. My neighbours are probably angry at me, and my apartment's falling to pieces. So um, <laughs> it's all gone wrong. Yeah. um But this has been episode seventy of the Sunfire Tavern, which is our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV. With me, Clark, and my co-host Ollie, discussing all the hot topics from the past few weeks. Which this week has included a little chat about Andor, a lot of chat about Pokemon Violet and Scarlet. Uh, what else have we talked about? I can't remember what we talked about tonight. Uh, Black Friday being a bit rubbish, Overwatch 2, the new hero Ramatra, and obviously the five flawless game God Run. Why did I write it like that? Of Soulsborne titles, which he mm-hmm. completed finally a few weeks ago. And that was a gentleman called Dinah Sindegay. Dinah Sin Sindh- I'll put it, I don't know how I'm saying that, but it's a guy, someone completed a game and it's cool a series of games oh I'm too tired (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right Sunfire Tavern Uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunfire Tavern listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify and Google Podcasts and if you want to send us your questions please do because we haven't got any for a while you can click on the uh, Google form link and it will pop open a little thing to ask you four questions Mm -hmm. Um, Ollie anything else to say before we shut down for the evening
1: Uh, see you in DMZ pal oh (laughs)
0: Oh, did you see that? What? Flicking the lights on off in the tavern. It must be time to close. Oh, yeah. sure. They're kicking a... us out. Sorry. Yeah. Actually, I've
1: got to stack these chairs up. Hold on, let's I, think,
0: I think I can hear. Yeah, that's New York, New York. They're playing New York, New York. They yeah. want us out. Yep. yep. I, I, Classic, also,
1: yeah. I can hear the theme song. The theme song starting. Ah, um,
0: there
1: it is. Yeah. So I guess I'll. Uh, we'll, we'll see you guys later. i got to stack these chairs.
0: Okay. Right. Why are we working in the tavern? <laughs> All right. See you guys. Work here. Bye. Bye. Bye.